Hey family, welcome to the Recalibrate podcast. It's your host Esther Glory and this is a new episode. Hi guys and welcome to this week's podcast episode where we'll be talking about the power of faith. We will be talking about the power of faith. Um, We have been having a phenomenal series um, and it has been challenging my faith. It's been challenging what I believe, how I navigate my faith um, in such a powerful way. Um, And it's not just been preparing for the podcast that has made me do that, but there's also been in my own life and walk personal lessons and testimonies and encouragements and learning um, curves and things like that that have been really teaching me um, and have been really influencing how I share with you all every single week on the podcast. Um, So yeah we are going to continue this conversation. There's never enough uh, to say about um, faith there's no like oh I think I've covered everything like faith is a really expansive topic and we will continue to revisit it as we go through our different seasons of the podcast Um, but yeah I'm excited to have a conversation with you today about the power in your faith um, and not losing hope and not losing faith in the midst of what may be hard and if you haven't yet make sure you go back to last week's episode uh, where we spoke about and I where we spoke about encouragement basically in your faith for the year of 2022 and I shared with you what I believed were powerful timely encouragements um, for the year and your faith so go and have a listen to that and then come back here we'll be waiting for you we're not going anywhere um but I hope you've all had a fantastic week um since we last spoke let's dive right into this week's conversation we're going to dive right into the random musing of my heart for this week's episode the random musing of my heart for this week's episode is just because there is need for improvement does not mean you are not lovable where you are I'll say that again just because there is a need for improvement does not mean that you are not lovable where you are. Um, and one of the th- reasons why I've been thinking about this is just um, because I think I meant, I've been mentioning it in the last few episodes, but I am specifically very militant with myself when it comes to development, when it comes to growth, when it comes to committing to a cause. And so what I found myself often doing is either idolizing or looking to the vision of who I know I want to become and who God has told me I am Um, and in this process of becoming sometimes you can make the vision um, such a potent force that you are not careful, graceful, intentional, uh, truthful with this current version of yourself and um, I found that to be the truth for myself where I had myself in this boot camp of growth and development and consistent improvement and the even better riffs and the constructive criticisms that I was giving myself and I would also ask like my community and God I would be like okay how do I develop how do I do this how do I do that but the level of intentionality I was showing to future glory future versions of myself I was not showing to current present glory Um, and one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot recently is my health um, in terms of my physical health and I was like this body is meant to carry you for the rest of your life how are you treating it what are you eating are you working out are you doing the things and it wasn't just um like a new year's resolution thing it was genuine conviction I've had for like the last year and a half about my health and so I've been thinking consistently about what I can do to improve my physical health and as I was thinking about it you guys know I'm a thinker I I kind of delved into a deeper thought about how I was treating my soul presently how I was treating my spirit presently in terms of holistic health and I was also thinking about 
how I am preparing so much for a future version that God has called and designed, which is powerful, but I wasn't necessarily being that intentional with this present version of myself and allowing myself to also feel loved, feel accepted, feel affirmed in this present version. And I have not arrogantly, but I've done a lot of work to get to the place where I currently am in terms of wholeness, in terms of health, in all aspects of my life. Um, God has done a lot of work and I've partnered with him in it. And so it's really important that I don't shrug off present glory in a bid to get to future glory. Um, and so just because there's room for improvement does not mean that you are not lovable. Um, God loves you. He accepts you. He forgives you. He is he absolutely adores you and he wants you to be in close proximity with him uh, and don't tear away yourself currently because you're not at the space or place where you desire to be or where you feel like God is calling you to be um, because he he loves you in every single step and shape and form that you take until you come fully into um, the image of Jesus Christ which we're all striving to um or walking towards so uh, that would be the random musing of my heart for this week's episode I hope that encourages you and touches someone um, who is listening who that might be the case for um, and even if it was just for the one I'm happy with that um, because it was it was for me it was very key for me and it really opened up my mind to a lot more thoughts um, about the way I steward my life um, in every season so I hope that helps um but yeah, let's dive right into this week's episode. So I think in um, episode one of these, this season, um, I spoke about the different shapes and, and forms that faith can take and how it can be used in our Christian journey. And I think one of the things that um, I have been uh, talking about a lot in this uh, season of the podcast has been faith as currency, faith as currency. And the reason why I say that is because as believers, there are so many things that we can only do by faith. We believe in God by faith. We believe in Jesus by faith. We, we believe in his resurrection and restoration um, of, our, of us as sons and daughters to the father. We believe in all of that by faith. We believe um, in the word of God by faith. We believe in the personhood of God by faith. We read the scriptures by faith. We prophesy according to a measure of our faith. We um we believe in miracles, healing, signs and wonders. All of these things are by faith. We believe in them and they happen by by our faith. Um, and I use this scripture all the time. I believe it's Mark 9 um, where it speaks about the um, woman with the issue of blood. And I think um, if it isn't Mark 9, the correct scripture will be in the show notes or the description box, depending on where you're listening from. Um, but please do have a look. We always keep put the scriptures in there and they're really helpful. Um, but the story of the woman with the issue of blood, um, one of the things that's really powerful to me is that when she touches Jesus and he notices the power or the virtue, the essence of himself um, that leaves him at that moment, it's the your faith has made you whole that really blesses me um and i think that sometimes we can underestimate faith because we we um ascribe the the power or the push to prayer we ascribe the power or the push to activities um and prayer is a powerful activity so nothing i am saying is to uh 
to decrease the power of one. It's this, it's this idea and mystery in the scriptures of both and. Um, but we pray by faith. We pray and believe that God hears us. And that is all done by faith. And I think that sometimes we don't understand the power that is in our faith as believers and the fact that our faith and our confessions of faith can really shape our living, our world, just by sharing what we believe by faith to be true. And I was speaking um, on a live um, for the Matters of the Heart UK podcast uh, by Zoe Alexandra. Um, and we we're talking about insecurity. And I was just talking about how um, your, your words actually frame your world and what you believe, your belief systems um, actually frame your world as well. And it's really important that you engage with your belief systems by asking a question we've been asking since the beginning of the podcast, what do I believe and why? Um, so that you are knowing where the root of your your behaviors are coming from because they are rooted in your belief systems so um and i will link the the link to that talk um in the description box as well um but it's very 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 important that you realize that whatever i believe i will live out whatever i believe my language will help to locate Whatever I believe, I will think like. Whatever I believe will be the baseline for my intellect, for my logic, for my speech, for my actions, for my relational uh, capacity, for my limitations, my capabilities. Everything that you believe has an impact on your behaviors and the way that you live. And so it's really, un it's really important to understand the power that your faith has because that frames your world. Um, I remember during the identity and purpose season of this podcast, which you can find on any streaming platform of your choice. Um, so uh, when we were doing season one of this podcast, I remember speaking about empowering beliefs and I remember speaking about limiting beliefs. Um, and one of the things that really stuck out to me when I was preparing for this week's episode is the fact that at that time, I was speaking about it in terms of your identity and your purpose and what you feel like you're called to do. But this also, this also speaks to your faith and where your faith lies. So, for example, one of the things that um, when I was in this talk that I was doing last week and I was speaking about um, insecurities, one of the things that came up is that what you believe fuels how you behave. And it was true in my life at some point because I believed that I believed imposter syndrome, the lies of imposter syndrome. Oh, you're not qualified for this. You're not meant to be in this room. You're not meant to be in this space. And what I didn't know was happening was that even though I was more than capable in some areas to complete these tasks or to be in these rooms or to fill these spaces or positions or roles, I was not doing it and I was actively hiding my ability to do it because of what I believed. And even though the belief was irrational because I actually had the capability, um, I was framing my world in such a way, unconsciously, I was framing my world in such a way that that would now become the truth because what I believed it. And one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is how some of our thoughts, some of our fears are very irrational. And we spoke about this in our 2021 reflections um, on faith. But some of our fears, some of our thoughts, some of our limiting beliefs are irrational, not that um, they are not they are not worthy of you feeling or they are 
they are bad, but they are irrational in terms of the fact that they are so far outside of what you know to be true of your life, of God, of your faith, of your belief. But sometimes we don't realize how unconsciously our world is being framed by a, by a thought or by a belief system that we have not checked and nipped in the bud and I have been guilty of this and so that's why I'm sharing this in this week's episode that there is real power in your faith sometimes we're believing God for something and it's like am I believing God for it or do I need to reframe my belief system like sometimes um, we are waiting on God to do something when actually we need to respond by like charging our faith and entrusting our faith with the ability to frame our world So, for example, some of us are praying for healing, but what does the scripture, what do I believe about healing? What is um, in my life or what experiences have I had in the past that is framing my belief about God as healer and the fact that he heals? And then is this in his will to heal? Is this in his uh, will to restore? And then also, how do I frame my beliefs in such a way that even if God wants to heal, he's coming to meet a belief that is strong, that is solid, a faith that is strong, that is solid, that has power and zeal to push through in this specific space and to see healing come to pass. Um, And also, when you frame your belief, not framing it based on your desire, but framing it based on the will of God. So for example, even for, for those of us who have, who have lost somebody or who have lost something that's very important to us, we understand the complexities or the dichotomies of having to, uh, or the two-sided nature um, is a more simple form of saying that the two-sided nature of the fact that both things can be true. I've lost someone, I've lost something that's really important to me and I'm sad about this thing, but also this was God's desire. This was God's design for for those of us who have lost someone. This, This is God's version of healing them ultimately on the other side. If I've lost something, this was God's design and pleasure and he will give to me what is in his will, not to necessarily replace that thing, but to, to, um, to work it out for for my good and for his glory which we've spoken about in the in these um episodes before as well and i think it's really important to frame our belief in such a way that mirrors the scriptures um and the information the revelation that we've been given by the written word of god but also the the what god has shared with us about this specific scenario that we are standing in so framing your belief is not just what happens until what i desire happens it's even in the in the case that this does not happen my faith in god's nature concerning this thing does not change and so this is very complex work it's easier said than done as i've said with a lot of these things when it comes to faith but it requires a lot of reframing your your thoughts, your beliefs concerning things, and also adjusting your will to the will of God, exchanging your will for the will of God. And I think sometimes we as human beings, we have desires, wants and needs, and we don't realize how we can be so fueled by them that we don't realize that they are actually taking the place of God's will in our lives. And I think that not just what do I believe and why, but what is my desire for this and why? Um, so for example, uh, I want 120 million billion pounds, whatever the case is, I, I want 120 million or billion pounds. Um, whatever the case is of what you want, 
what is my what is my desire and why and I'm not saying that everything you say or do or believe has to be philanthropic in in nature so that God can honor that um even if it is I want to buy a Louis bag for myself what part does this play what does that desire what part does that desire or want play in the will of God for your life for example if God wants to entrust you with wealth but your character cannot uphold the levels or or kind of wealth that God wants to entrust you with then your faith or your belief system in that regard has to be addressed why do I want to be wealthy what has built my desire for wealth why do I want to be rich why do I need this amount of money or want this amount of money and the reasoning, if the reasoning can be found in, this is God's desire that I am wealthy. This is God's desire that I have the power to create wealth according to Deuteronomy 8.18. Or this is God's desire so that I can advance his kingdom in this way, that way, this shape or form. Um, and then also God wants me to live a life that expresses his glory in various different ways then there is reasoning behind it that reaches down into your belief system and is solid on that. Um, Whereas sometimes there can be this, like, I want this and my faith is that God will do what I desire versus God will do what is in his will to do. And this is an offshoot. And that is why I desire it. And I think we spoke about this in the Jesus focused faith episode, but sometimes we don't realize how off center our our belief systems are or our desires are or our wants are or even fantasies are we don't desire we don't understand how left of center they are the desire is that our faith is focused in on Jesus Christ and that every desire want will or purpose or design that we try to live or have is based on this is because it's in God's will this is because it's what God has said concerning me something really powerful happened to me uh, this week at work. Um, my mentor had given me um, a prophetic word for the beginning of the year. Um, and in that prophetic word, there were sp- specific things that I, I had to do in order to respond to that prophetic word. One of them mainly was prophetic administration, which we spoke about in season three of this podcast. So you can go and listen to that as well um, on the podcast streaming platform of your choice. Um, and so I remember um, something really powerful happened to me at work where one of the things that was prophesied in that moment, I kind of bore witness with and I saw taking place um, now, I wasn't 100% sure that this was the exact thing coming to pass, um, but I had an, uh, a reaction towards it because of the word of the Lord that had been released and because I had framed my, my faith in such a way that when it came to work, I was focused in less on the bag, less on the position, less on um, what this does for ego or what this does for my own Oh, affirmation that you can do these things. It was less about that and more about God's design, God's will and God's purpose for me being in the space that I'm in. Um, And not only that, this word of God met meeting a framed faith that was ready to receive, even even though it was like a glimmer of what might be 
or what God has said will be, um, my faith was able to, it's kind of like um, when Mary and Elizabeth met and the baby in her belly leaped um, or leapt. Wow, English. That ED really flew in real quick. Um, but when the baby in her belly leapt because of the, the, that kind of, the, the almost electric nature of what God was doing in the both of them. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm saying all of this to say that when you frame your faith, even the slightest glimmer of hope, and sometimes the way I realize that I haven't framed my faith in a way that truly roots my belief in God is that even my perspective is is pessimistic towards or or my my perspective not pessimistic pessimistic is uh, uh, a very carnal word in comparison to what I'm saying but I realize that it's a negative perspective in comparison to the faith I have and what I believed God what I believe God's will is concerning that particular situation and or scenario so I think it's really important. Um, that we frame our faith so that when when God's plans purposes will begin to take place there's there's a, a leaping in your own belly about what you have framed your faith to receive right um, some of us what are, and I would pose this question to you what are you not receiving because your faith is not framed for reception what are you not receiving from God and from the people he's placed in your life what are you not receiving because of what you have refused to frame or what you have not been aware is not framed to receive, right? Um, and asking yourself that question might help you to dive deeper into um, what may be really important for you to frame your faith, con faith concerning. Um, and so in this conversation about the power of faith, um, I wanted to give three key principles. You know, this is our standard, um, but I wanted to give three key principles concerning um, the power of faith to really improve um, the, what would I say, improve the nature of the power of your faith, right? Um, so principle number one, I would say, is to um, address the unframed, address the unframed. One of the things that we can often do is gloss over, and I believe it in my head, I believe it in my mind, and we can kind of gloss over the things that have not been framed to suit God's will, God's plans, God's purposes. And it was something that I would um, often advise people to do throughout season three of the podcast. But asking God in prayer, like, God, what do you desire? What do you what have you planned? What is your purpose for my life? And you may not get everything in one go. Um, God bless you if you do. Um, but you may not. What I found to be true um, is oftentimes those of us that pray this prayer, we often don't get the entirety of the plan or the purpose. We get it in little downloads daily or through prophetic words or through affirmations or through studying the scriptures and getting enlightened about something. What can often happen is that there are, there are small doses and downloads of God's design, God's will, God's plan, God's purposes for a time, for a season, um, for our lives, for our callings, our mandates, whatever the case may be. Um, and when these these downloads come, they are to inform you. And I think one of the things that we have to do is to not only ask God for what he wants, but to frame our worlds in a way that responds to that. One of the things that we can often do is place the onus completely on God for certain things and forget that we have to partner with God 
in order to see these things come to pass. And so one of the ways that we can partner with God is to respond well. So when when God shares with you these things, checking what you believe in these areas and framing your faith in a way that addresses what God has shared with you is really important. One of the things that we have to, uh, as faith-filled believers, one of the things that's really important is being trustworthy with what God shares with you. I think sometimes in our journeys of faith, um we we hear what god has to say and i i said this in season three as well sometimes we can bring god to the table as one of many voices to compete with our own voices to compete with the voices of those who have who speak into our lives frequently and often but one of the things that is really important is to bring god in as the chair of the board he speaks and everything else responds that's a really powerful place to live out of. And it's something I'm on a journey to do. When God says it, respond quickly, be yielded, bow quickly, bow often, respond to God in a way that honors him as the chief voice in your life. And I think that we don't always realize when something else has been given a voice, but when we go to do the digging to reframe our faith in different areas and in different ways in response to what God has said, we come into a greater understanding of what we've been allowing to speak. So for the longest time, I've been saying it all week to anyone who will listen to me, quite frankly, um, I've been saying like imposter syndrome is actually the worst thing ever. Like in my world recently, I've not realized how much of my life imposter syndrome framed um, until I began to address what was unframed and was not responsive to God. I can't be asking God, help me on this project at work. But then imposter syndrome has lied to me. I'm not even capable of doing it. And because I've set up my world in a way or framed my faith in such a way that I've allowed that to be true, I'm asking God to God who has given me this opportunity and who has told me this is the place you're meant to be in. I'm now battling with back with God's voice, my voice um, in response to imposter syndrome. But how about I change the framing? imposter syndrome my voice all have to respond to God's purpose and plan for me in this workspace period and when that and I'm not saying it that it's that easy but when I reframe it then when I'm asking God help me on this project Holy Spirit has more um can speak more expressly because I'm open I'm responding I'm listening by virtue of my the framing of my faith to what God's design is right um I'm asking you right like you guys can answer me yeah answer me behind the screens like yeah okay um so yeah that would be principle number one we can't go anywhere until we deal with the foundations and the framing um so that you can begin to respond to God in a better way number two is don't lose your power don't lose your power don't lose your power psychologists will tell you repetition is a powerful tool so say this after me as you're watching it hi hello I'm looking right into your uh, living room I'm looking right through your phone screen your laptop screen your tv screen do not lose your power say it with me do not lose your power and the reason why I'm saying this is because when it comes to faith we don't understand how much power there is in faith 
And sometimes because we don't understand the power that is in faith, or sometimes because we don't recognize, or sometimes because we simply forget, because life and suffering will try to educate you that there is no power in your faith. Sometimes we can navigate away in almost apathy or indifference or nonchalance for lack of better words from we we can begin to respond like that in places where we're meant to stand firm in our faith and respond from so for example when it comes to the power in our faith we do everything by faith right so if something happens and we're praying concerning it our faith doesn't then get to dwindle Sometimes it's not a new regiment that you need. Sometimes it's not a new thing that you need. Sometimes it's not a new church. Sometimes it's not a new group of friends. Sometimes it's not the new. Sometimes it's actually consistency in the things that you know will work time and time again. And that is one thing that I've been trying to teach myself um, because something that happens transparently for me is that when I'm praying about something and I have faith concerning something, I start off real heavy in prayer and then that can dwindle off sometimes. And it's as a virtue of becoming um, indifferent or or becoming less zealous um, in the things of faith when when I have to pray about something for a long period of time. And this can manifest or show up in or express itself in different ways in each of our faith journeys. But in conversations that I have, The power in your faith sometimes is in the consistency of your faith. Sometimes we are, if you hit a rock one time and expect it to break and it doesn't break, most of us walk away at that point and leave it there. But when you consistently hit the rock in the same place with the same amount of force for a longer period of time, eventually it will crack. And I think some of the things that we are engaging in with our faith journeys and the things that we're praying through and living through, um, one of the things that can often um, finally bring breakthrough um, is when we are consistent in our faith. We consistently seek God. We consistently pray. We consistently study. We consistently seek out his revelation. We consistently worship. We consistently love on our neighbors. We consistently serve. We are consistently disciplined in the things and ways of God. Um, and I think that sometimes consistency is more powerful than new. Sometimes consistency is more powerful than the old. Sometimes consistency is more powerful uh, than a moment because a lot of us are looking for a moment where we can recall that this miracle, this sign, this wonder happened or this supernatural moment happened. But a, a lot of the times it's not one moment. It's a collection of consistent moments where we have engaged with our faith and that is our power. So again, do not lose your power do not lose your power and more more powerful than that is do not negate your power do not ignore your power do not put it down for anything or anyone your faith is your power um that's principle number two and i would say principle number three is build your power build your power build your power. I've spoken about education and engaging with your faith before in this series of the podcast, but I think 
it's really important to understand that it's it's not just to get head knowledge about faith but it's to it's for you to be able to live out your faith and so you must build it and so yes education is important but things that help you to build your faith as I spoke about in terms of consistency for principle number two is in the place of prayer building your faith by stirring it um praying in tongues praying often seeking holy spirit fasting serving seeking out um, new information revelation going to do courses but building your power in faith is very 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 important and i think that we can sometimes stay at the same we can mature in our knowledge but our lifestyles don't reflect what we know um, and i know this to be true there was a point in my life where I was teaching often, teaching frequently, I was consistently pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring, but my actual day-to-day -day life did not mirror what I was teaching. And I would be teaching people things that would elevate them into a new way of living. But for my own self, it was not being uh, seen or replicated in my own life and story. And so it's really important that we're not just doing it by our knowledge, but we're becoming this message that we share so frequently about faith and about power. How do you want the unbeliever to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, right? Um, when the power and the zeal of your faith that is the picture to the world about who Jesus Christ is and how we engage with him And you're not living in that power for yourself. And I think sometimes um, what I found as well is that sometimes we're praying for things for other people and not realizing that we need to build our power in faith because we're kind of, I hope this happens. I hope my prayer comes to pass for them. Do you believe? Have you built your faith in such a way where you stretch your faith? And I think that's something for me that I have been challenging myself to do as well. Believing for hard things. And asking God for the gift of faith, like I've been stretching myself to believe things that last year, a month ago, two days ago, I may not have believed in, but I've been challenging myself to stretch my faith, stretch it to a new space, stretch it to a new level of faith, stretch it to a new dimension of faith. Let it catch up and meet the stretch, but don't settle for what you know now but stretch into a new level of faith and that's a way that you can build your power believe him for things you did not believe for yesterday believe God for things that you did not believe for this morning at every moment be stretching your faith to a new capacity and stirring it um, in the places where you feel like it might be dead or it might be dormant um, or it might be non-existent um, so those are three things that I would share that can really encourage you and to help you reignite that fire concerning the power of your faith. Um, and I really hope that this has helped you. Uh, this has encouraged you. I really want to know your thoughts. So um, when we share this on our Instagram page, there will be like a, a, a question box in our um 
or a notes box in our story and you'll be able to share your thoughts on this week's episode and not only that if you're watching us on YouTube then hit the comments and let us know your thoughts um, on the power of faith what have you been thinking about when it comes to the power of faith what thoughts and what things are you going to try to implement based on this episode of the podcast we really want to know over here and we want to be able to share it with everyone on social media as well so um yeah please feel free to engage in conversation in the comments um, and we will be responding to them as well um the recalibrate challenge of the week for this week's episode is to write down three areas that you are going to stretch your faith in and three areas that you are going to frame your faith in i'll say it again three areas that you are going to stretch your faith in and three areas that you are going to frame your faith in and it doesn't matter if if in that list some of these things are repeated um, but do make sure that you are intentional with writing ways that you are going to stretch and reframe your faith as well um, but yeah you guys know I absolutely love and adore you I hope this episode was helpful I hope it was impactful and timely in your faith journey um, and I really pray that you come to frame your faith in such a way that you will see an unending season and time of miracles signs wonders and supernatural happenings de uh, decided by God for your life in Jesus name amen 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 um i love you guys and i'll see you guys in next week's episode bye